welcome to Run Like Hell Toward Happy, the podcast for creatives unlearning the hustle. In this podcast, you'll learn to celebrate your passion and joy, accept your enoughness, and believe in yourself while the world is actively turning to shit. Your creativity is a revolution, so let's start acting like it. excited to be back in the recording studio, which is a fancy way of saying I have my microphone on my desk. (laughs) Hi, I love you. I missed you so much. This was the longest break that we have ever taken on the podcast. And here's why. Because I teach you to rest and balance work, life, play, and rest. And I had a lot of other work stuff going on. So I took a longer break than usual from the podcast so that I could get a lot of other content made for my Passion Pacers membership and the 90-day goal glow up. So I recorded like probably close to nine to 10 hours of trainings and goodness there, not to even count all of the coaching and co-working calls. So yeah, I've been focused on a lot of stuff and had a very productive summer. And I'm so excited to get back into the podcasting chair, which is my same chair as every other day. But anyway, hi, I missed you. I hope that you are amazing. And this episode is going to be a, a shorter one. I have some amazing guests coming in this season to talk about lots of things. But this season is about the idea of renaissance, the idea that great art can arise during and after a terrible dark period. So, you know, the actual renaissance was after the bubonic plague. And, you know, right now we're we're still, we act like it's post-COVID, but COVID is still actively uh, killing people and it's bad. So there's a real plague going on right now. We have a global pandemic that is coming to a middle. It's not over. Uh, and then we've also got, you know, monkeypox and Ben Shapiro and late stage capitalism. So there's a lot going on that uh, feels bad. It feels bad out here, right? Like the Supreme Court is, we don't, whatever, uh, that'll take me down a a path I don't feel like going down right now. So this season, we're talking about how art and creativity and thriving can come from this like dark place. We don't have to just be sad and angry all the time. We can also make art and that's okay. And honestly is kind of good. This season's also going to be about social justice and wanting to do your best and be your best. And we're going to talk about activism and hope, you know, because another thing that we do when times are bad is that we try to make them better. So there's a lot of social justice work going on. And honestly, in 2022, it's never been easier, really. There are so many ways to get involved. There are so many different causes to be involved with, but then we get this sort of paralysis and like, am I doing enoughness? And then that can cause its own spiral. 
And so we're also going to be talking about being enough and what happens when you get something wrong and how to get back up when you falter. And, you know, we'll sprinkle some trauma in there too. So to kick this season off, I'm sharing my own experience of burnout, my own personal dark ages, if you will. We're going to call that like the rock bottom moment and how that has led to sort of a personal renaissance, uh, how I have been more creative and more artistic in the years since like the worst point in my life. So if you've been a listener for, uh, when did this start? When did I start this? 2021. We've been going for about a year. So if you've been listening, you may have heard my story before, but this time I'm going to tell it from the specific perspective of my creativity. So I had an abusive marriage and I met that partner in 2011 We moved in at the end of 2013. We got married in 2016 and I left in 2018. So at sort of all those milestones, things got like a little worse abuse wise, which is how abuse works. It's typically awesome until like you hit a milestone where it's a little harder to leave. So when I moved in, we hit a period of things uh, kind of sucking and... Then when we got married, things kind of sucked again. And then his dad died and like the training wheels were off. He was like, I can do whatever I want because like I'm sad and Caitlin's not going to leave me uh, because Caitlin's a good person. They're not going to leave me right after my dad died. So he became a fucking terror. And yeah, things didn't go well and I left him and then he guilt tripped me about it. That's fine. Anyway, the point of that was that... When I left in 2018, I discovered that the Bare Naked Ladies had two entire albums I was not aware of. And the Bare Naked Ladies are my favorite band. They have been my favorite band since I was like seven years old. And this is one of the biggest, most glaring examples I have of the way that like my joy and creativity and play had been really like dulled down when I was in that relationship. I didn't really do things unless he also enjoyed them. So watching TV shows for myself, listening to music for myself, taking time to paint or write for myself didn't happen very frequently. If it did, it was while he was out or taking a nap or something. I don't think I napped for like seven years (laughs) that I was in that relationship because like he would take naps on the weekends and stuff and I would always be cleaning the house or doing errands or something and I don't think I ever really rested which is you know obviously a red flag but we don't often see those when we're living them so very dull um not like I'm dull but like honestly my even like my face was not as bright. My eyes were not as bright. I look at photos of myself and I look dim. I look dull. And my creative passions were also really dulled in that relationship. I only did like one or two paintings maybe like for my own self in that marriage. 
um, when I lived with him. And I, I used to paint all the time. So I really was just sort of a shell of the person that I am now, especially if like you're someone who has found me recently within the past couple of years when I have really been like leaning into all of like the creative stuff about me and all of the bright shininess of my personality and my passion and things like that. I did not used to be like that. I was very tired. And then when I left him in 2018, I started writing a lot. So I've always been kind of a prolific writer, but I started writing poetry. I wrote a lot on Facebook and in my blog about my experiences in this abusive relationship. And I started writing more generally about love and trauma and relationships and healing. And for me personally, words are like my primary way that I cope and process stuff. So that's my art. My art is usually word-based. I also love paint, but man, if I could like paint you a picture with words, that that's usually more my jam. And I started painting more. I was just doing it like here and there. Like when I felt inspired, I was like, oh, I really want to paint that. A friend posted like a really interesting selfie on Facebook and I painted it and uh, they bought it from me. They were like, I, I must pay you for this. So I sent that to them. And I painted a lot as gifts for people. So I was, I was writing my book at this time. I started like paying off a lot of my debt now that I didn't have to take care of my ex financially. I was having some casual relationships and some less casual relationships. I was still working out a lot when I left. I was really committed to running. So like the month after I left, I had a half marathon. And then I did a Ragnar relay a few months later, which is like a ridiculous like 200 mile relay race. And each runner runs like three legs of it. So it's a lot. It's a lot. It's wild. You like sleep in a van. It's chaotic. But it's fun. And uh, then I realized I had an eating disorder. So I stopped running. I stopped working out. I stopped dieting. And then I had some breakups. One of my relationships was honestly just based on being workout buddies together. So that ended shortly after I started recovery from an eating disorder. And then the other relationship ended a couple months after that for, I don't know, various reasons. Boundary stuff, I guess. Just, I don't know. So then we have like living situation things, right? And I'm still I'm still telling you about my dark age. And the the dark age also includes having to move four times in two years. So I moved out of my ex's house into an apartment. And then I broke my lease at that apartment to move in with my boyfriend at the time, the, the workout buddy boyfriend. And then when we broke up, I had to move again. And I found a shared house in Cleveland on the east side which within months became very toxic and uh, shitty and not really safe to live in. So one of my roommates in that house and I moved out into a duplex on the west side of Cleveland. So with just lots of moving, it was hard. It was like constantly like running. Like when do I get to just unpack my shit and know that I can like decorate you know, like, 
it's so hard to keep moving. Like, am I running from something towards something? I don't know, but I was just running and I was tired. So this two-year span from 2018 to 2020, right, I had all those moves. I was diagnosed with fibro and endometriosis, right, two very, like, painful, chronic pain illnesses. So I started medication to help both of those. I started recovering from my eating disorder. I had my final contact with both my biological parents in 2018. My stepdad died the same week that I left my ex-husband. And uh, as a result of, you know, being traumatized by all this shit happening, I had a bad work review. And so they took away my work from home days. And they said it would be for 90 days, but it was actually six months that I was commuting an hour one way, five days a week. So that also contributed to the burnout. And then in 2020, I met my partner and then we got a plague. And then I quit my job. And my cat died in 2021. We'll just throw that one on for some zest. Right? But most things right now, very good. But yeah, 2020 was a little bit like, what the fuck? You know, it was sort of like the end. I was like, okay, I'm not doing any more of this. I am in a healthy relationship. I am in a healthy working environment. I am not doing this burnout nonsense at my job anymore. You can hear my story of how I quit my job in the first or second episode of this podcast. It's a fun story. It's pretty great. So now I want to shift into this like renaissance mode that I have been able to cultivate. And I want to point out that you do not have to quit your job and stop talking to everyone who ever hurt you and uh, get super divorced and move a bunch of times in order for you to shift out of burnout. That was my personal burnout. It was like a really, really chaotic lifetime movie. Like that's my personal burnout story. You might have more shit in your burnout story. You might have less shit in your burnout story. We don't compare burnout. Everybody has different burnout thresholds and we can all agree that most people are burned out and that's bad. So don't compare yourself to me, I try not to compare myself to other people. But I'm also trying to really acknowledge that I have been through some shit. Because if you know anybody who's been through some shit, uh, you know that they tend to like brush it off and keep moving forward. The problem with never being able to rest when we haven't been able to rest like our whole lives, we don't know that that's like an important component of life. And so we tend to just get through something really traumatic and hard and just throw ourselves into the next thing. So a lot of what I teach people is the resting and the permission to go way, way slower than you think you need to go. So be slow, be restful, take naps as much as you can. Also want to acknowledge that I was very privileged to be able to quit my job and figure things out. I've had some months where I didn't make a lot of money, but I had savings. So I was able to pay my bills out of my savings. 
etc. And then I've had some months where I did make a lot of money. And so I was able to build that savings back up and pay off some bills and things like that. So balancing privilege and just this huge leap of faith of knowing that I would figure it out because I had to, because I could not live like that anymore. So since 2020, like since leaving my husband, my parents, and then finally that job in 2020, I have been recovering from burnout. And I never want to be at that rock bottom, dark age place again, feeling like I am trapped because I did feel trapped. I felt like everything that I had for myself, I had to give to other people who did not care about me. They only wanted whatever I could produce for them. And what I have discovered about myself is that I love to take naps and I love to make stuff. I fucking love making stuff, writing stuff, recording stuff, giving you stuff. I love it. And someone described me as prolific. And I was like, I don't know if I'm prolific. But then I made a list of things that I had done. And I was like, okay, I will accept prolific. And so like, now that's my word. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I made this cool shit because I'm prolific. So I'm, I'm experiencing a renaissance with all of this creative energy and art that is coming out of that terrible place that I was in. So like I told you, when I took that break from the podcast, I made like probably 10 hours of training content. I have done countless coaching calls for one-on-one clients and my group program clients. I have sent out newsletters and written blog posts. And that's not even counting like freelance articles that I have written and freelance work that I have done for other clients. Uh, Social media posts, like I'm always trying to teach you something important on Instagram or Facebook or like wherever I am. I partnered with Scribd to make an online course out of my teachings. I did my Level Up Your Creativity program at Midwinter Gaming Convention. I wrote a novel. I wrote a novel this year. I'm working on a second novel right now. And I only write that novel on Wednesday morning. I published a poetry book and this podcast is still going strong. And I consider going strong, like even though I just took several months off, I took several months off so that it can continue to be going strong. And none of this would have happened if I had let myself shut down and freak out. Like I seriously freaked out (laughs) in 2020 when COVID hit. I felt really bad about trying to teach people something, offer something, create something, sell something. I felt bad about that because the world was bad. The world was worse than ever. There's a global pandemic. People are sick and they're dying. And I felt like an asshole for daring to have something to sell. But I kept making, I kept creating, I kept doing what I was doing. And... I still have those moments. I still have those moments where I'm like, man, I hate having to sell because some people can't afford it or 
it's just really stressful out here right now. But yeah, the world is always stressful. If we only created and offered and did our life's work when the world was in perfect balance and harmony and everyone was fine, nobody would ever do anything. That's where creativity comes from. It comes from the margins. It comes from the dark places. It comes from being inspired. It comes from joy. It comes from love. Creativity is what makes us people. And so, yeah, if you've got creativity, now's the time to brighten the world with it. Please. Since my personal dark age, I have discovered so much about myself and my joy and my passion in creating and teaching and inspiring other people to take up their rightful space. And that is what this podcast is about. That's what my coaching is about. That is how I show up and serve. I'm going to show up and tell you that your butt looks really cute today and that you should do that art project or that you should write that thing or that you should go out on a street corner and sing and dance and make silly TikToks and absolutely love yourself and wear the short shorts and the crop top. Like I fucking love you so much. Because your joy and your art and your passion is part of this revolution. The creativity and the art and the passion is literally what's going to get us through the world sucking so bad. And the world being bad does not mean that it's the time to shut up. It means the opposite. Now is the time to create and to love and to embrace your joy and bring the part of you that has been on the sidelines into the forefront. And I'm literally crying right now, you guys. I am so inspired by you. And I cannot wait to see what you create. And I cannot wait to bring this season to you. And I'm going to have to wrap it up here. But I love you and I'm so happy to be back. And I can't wait for the next episode. I'll see you later. I would love to keep in touch with you personally to keep this party going. Sign up for my emails to get weekly pep talks and the latest ways to uplevel your creative practice and confidence. You'll get some free goodies too. Link in the show notes. As always, thank you to Leave Nelson B for music and Jen Hearn for photography. I'll see you next time.